What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Your Boy Roy Show, where around here we earn our cookie. What's happening, friends? I am so, so excited to have you here for episode 12. Y'all, this is going to be an amazing episode. I mean, <laughs> the best way I could say this is just sit down and buckle up and get ready because me and you, we're about to have a serious heart-to-heart today, a little bit of tough love, if you will. This is something that is a huge defining moment for me. It's to be a huge defining moment for you. And it's something that, like I said, it needs to be said. Um, it's something that we all struggle with, my, my, myself included. Um, but it's something that I've had to identify and learn from, and it's changed my whole life. <laughs> so be ready for that. But of course, before we dive into this episode, I do have some housekeeping to do. First and foremost, to our uh, subscribers, our, <laughs> our regulars, as we like to call them, I have to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. As you guys already know, we don't run ads here. Okay, I'm not trying to waste your time, run a bunch of ads. We don't make money off of this podcast. I genuinely want to help people live their happiest, healthiest, most successful life any way that I can. And the fee here is to share this episode. You know, pay your dues, pay the fee, share this episode. And I just got to give a shout out to you real quick because I see you doing this. I see you guys sharing the episodes to your Instagram stories, to your Facebook, telling your friends. But the reason why I want to want you to give yourself a pat on the back is the reason why this Live Rough movement is growing the way it is isn't because you're just sharing the episodes. It's growing because you guys are genuinely sitting down, listening to what it is I have to say, taking these tools, these skills, these defining moments, these lessons, and you're applying them to your life. And you're becoming a better version of yourself. You're becoming more successful. You're becoming happier. And people notice it. People see it. Whether they tell you or not, they see it. And it's contagious. And they want a piece of it. And they're wondering, how do you do it? How did you become happier? How did you become more successful? How did you level up? And then when you share these episodes, that's what's growing these, this movement. Right? Because you're putting in the work and you're becoming better. And from the bottom of my heart, like I have to say thank you and give yourself some praise here because it's not easy to do and I'm proud of you. If nobody's told you that yet today, I'm proud of you for doing what it is you're doing because just sharing the episodes isn't enough. You actually applying what I'm teaching is key to all of this and this movement. And then of course, if you're new here, welcome. I am your boy, Roy, and just like this episode, all the other episodes are no different. We're going to have a lot of defining moments. A lot of things are going to happen in this podcast, a lot of things that we're going to talk about that aren't only going to give you the tools and skills and knowledge you need to move forward in your life and level up and genuinely become a happier, more successful version of yourself, like we said, but it's also going to put things um, in perspective for you that so many of us don't accomplish our dreams or goals because we feel like, oh, life is too hard or too many struggles or whatever the case is for you. But it's almost like struggling is the standard. 
You know, we're all going to go through problems. We're all going to struggle. And the point of this podcast is to put in perspective that if we're all going to struggle, if we're all going to suffer at some point, we're all going to mess up, we're all going to fail. It's your ability to accept that and keep moving forward that's going to determine your success and happiness. And that's what this podcast and this mindset shift and this live rough movement is all about. So with all that being said, I'm so excited for episode 12. Let me get a sip of my coffee and let's dive into this. So today we're talking about this um, this idea of you versus you. Or I should say, we're going we're to talk about your journey to success. Um, we're going to talk about the three phases of success. That's what we could call it, the three phases of success. And the first phase is this idea of you versus you. And then after this, this phase of you versus you, we kind of go into this area of you feel like you're a failure, you feel like you've made a mistake, you feel alone, and you just don't really know where to go. It's kind of this breaking point for you. And then we go into this, um, this next level, if you will. Okay, you versus you, failure, next level. That's the three ways we can define it. And this journey, or what I like to call the game, <laughs> we're gonna talk about how to learn to love the game. And that's gonna be the title of this episode today is Learn to Love the Game. And all three of these things are kind of always happening. They're all happening all at the same time, but you can very clearly define all three moments in your journey. And in this journey, it starts with you versus you. And when we talk about you versus you, the most common way to think about this is, and we're going to talk about both sides here, the, the beginning and the end all at once here, because this idea of you versus you is I've got to block out the naysayers. I got to block out the negative influences. I can't listen to what my mom and dad, my brother and sister, my best friend, my coworkers, I can't give weight or value to their opinions because it's not their journey, right? This is your journey. This is your path. This is something that you have to do for yourself because if you don't do it, you will be miserable for the rest of your life. You will never find happiness. You will never find success unless you live your best life, right? So many times we see people that they're too afraid to work towards success because they're afraid of what their parents are going to think. They're afraid that their friends might make fun of them or they might lose their friends in the path of becoming a new version of themselves. So we always talk about you versus you and you handling your, what you know you need to handle to do what you need to do to level up and cutting people out your life, cutting out negative influences. But then on the flip side, you know, almost like two sides of the same, same coin, the dichotomy of success. You know, we always talk about cutting people out of your life and this is your journey, but when we talk about this next level, right, the end of this journey that you're going to be on and figuring all this out, we talk about community and surrounding yourself with like-minded people and how we level up. We get to that next stage in our lives and truly find happiness when we're surrounded by like-minded people. And we have a community of people to hold us accountable to what we're doing 
and also to set new um, new standards or you know new levels of success is what I want to say. You know, the norm for you is going to be a higher standard when you surround yourself with like-minded people or people who are better than you. So the the thing I want to talk about you versus you, because I think it's pretty standard. We've talked about this plenty of times. When we talk about you versus you, we say cut people out of your life. Don't listen to the negative influences. Handle your business and do what you know you need to do. You're the only one who can see your dream and vision. But the the idea I want to have today with this you versus you is this idea of comparison. I think it's crazy that you can go to a gym and start working out consistently and let's say your goal is to get stronger at back squats. And so you start working out and you start getting better at back squats and you hit a new one rep max, right? Like it's so cool how that concept applies to all things in your life. You're not good at something, you work hard at it, you improve and thus you have happiness, right? You work hard for something, you find success and then there's happiness. So many times people think happiness is something that you just deserve or it's a privilege that everybody just gets, right? You do deserve happiness, but it's something that you have to work hard for. And in this concept, it's crazy to me that you can go and work hard for something, hit your new one rep max PR of back squats, and then put your one rep max on the leaderboard for let's say the gym you go to. And when you look at the leaderboard, your one rep max is at the bottom. Bottom of the whole class. And all of a sudden you start comparing yourself to others. And immediately you lose your pride. You lose this sense of accomplishment and you lose your happiness. How many times have you guys done that before? How many times have you guys worked hard for something, you felt successful for a second until you compared your success to somebody else's and you realize how small your success was? I feel like it's crazy how that happens. We see the same thing in, in the workspace. You know, you, you work so hard at something and you're getting praise from your boss and you feel great and you know you're applying and you're seeing all the numbers are improving, but then somebody else gets the promotion. Somebody else gets the raise, not you. And then all of a sudden, all of the success and happiness you have just goes away. We see this in the relationship field, right? How many of you guys aren't happy in your relationship because you're comparing yourself to another relationship that you know? And you feel as though your relationship isn't as good as theirs, so you put more weight and stress on your relationship And all of a sudden, you can't find happiness with your significant other. To where in all three of those scenarios, you'd probably just be happy if you stopped comparing yourself to others. Am I right? This is our heart to heart. 
I see this happen all the time. You know, in the field that we're in with rough, with my business, we run eight week challenges. 99% of the people who join our program are trying to lose weight and burn fat, get regain confidence, all these things. And what I love about my program is that if you follow our eight week challenge, if you follow our program to a T, the way our coaches lay it out for you, you will find success. You will start to see that scale move and your clothes are going to fit better. You're going to regain confidence. But it's crazy to me that somebody can go through an eight-week challenge and lose weight just like they said they would, regain confidence, their clothes are fitting better, they have more energy, they do everything that they said they were going to do. But then as soon as they compare their success to somebody else in the challenge, They feel like it's not good enough. Isn't that crazy? And I think this is going to be a huge defining moment. Listen, I know that this is resonating with you. I'm not trying to sit here and talk to any person in particular because I see this on a daily basis. Heck, I do this all the time. I did this a lot in high school, right? In high school, when I wrestled and I lost state championship, if I didn't win, if I didn't get first place every time, I was miserable. When I competed nationally for martial arts, if I wasn't a grand champion, not just first place, a grand champion, because I knew that was possible for me, I was miserable because somebody else was better than me. And this is the lesson, like, because I know this is resonating with you because you do it. A lot of you do it with people you see on social media. A lot of you people look up to to somebody on social media and you feel like their life is so perfect or they don't work as hard as you or you deserve it more than somebody else. You feel like you you work twice as hard as somebody else and they're reaping all the benefits or two times or 10 times more success than you and it's not fair. And this is where we're gonna have this, this big heart to heart for a second. This idea of you versus you. Because, and this is a lesson that my dad taught me. This was the defining moment. And my dad has told me this my entire life. I guess it never really clicked until I got into college. But he told me, Roy, there will always be somebody better than you at something. Kind of hurt my ego a little bit. But let's translate that. All right? There will always be somebody better than you at something, which translates to you are never going to be the best at everything. You might win at one thing, but you will lose at something else at some point somewhere. And even if you are the best in the whole world at what you do, it won't last forever. At some point, you will lose. And if that's the case, if the fact is that somebody is going to be better than you at something, always, you will never truly find success and happiness if you compare yourself to others. Because in that scenario... 
It doesn't matter how great you get. It doesn't matter how many times you level up. It doesn't matter how much better of a person you become. Because you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you will always be second. Because you will always be able to find somebody else who's better than you. And this is the mindset shift. Is your goal, okay, is your goal really to beat somebody else or is your goal to level up and become a better version of yourself? Because if your goal is simply just to beat somebody else, you're never going to be happy because two sides to this. One, you becoming better than this other person, one might never happen. They might just be genetically gifted. They might have a natural God-given talent for what it is they do. Look, I didn't sit here and tell you life is fair. There are some people who can do half the work as you and get double the results. That's life. Some people are genetically gifted and talented. That's life. I never told you that you could be the best in the world. What I said is that if you put in hard work, you will become a better version of yourself. There's no two ways about that. You can always level up. You can always become a better version. But on the other side of that, even if you did, you wanting to beat somebody else doesn't necessarily mean you need to become better. Some of you guys put more effort in wishing and hoping or tearing other people down so you can beat them. I know you've thought about it before. I know you've been there before. You And there's people who are close to you. That's the worst part about it. There's family and friends and coworkers that it almost seems easier. Instead of you putting in the effort and working really hard to level yourself up and become better, it's almost easier for you to tear them down and bring them to your level or worse. That's the issue with comparing yourself is that you don't need to be better if they just become worse. Mm. And that's a tough one. And the other side of that is that what happens when you do beat that person and you do become better than them? The issue with that mindset is that as soon as you beat that person, that's the end for you. There's nothing after that. You've set a limit for yourself. You beat that person, now what? You've never built the mindset or the habit to say, to learn to love the game, to learn to love the journey. You're, you were all about the end goal. And now that you got there and you don't have anybody to beat anymore because you beat that person, you're going to instantly go right back to your old habits and who you used to be. And that's a scary thought. And again, when your whole goal is comparison to others, you will never truly find success or happiness. When you work hard at something and you become a better version of yourself because of it, you need to reward yourself. You need to be happy with yourself. That's the goal. You're a better version of yourself. Like what more could you want? <laughs> the dog's barking. Like what more could you want? The whole point of all of this is to become a happier, 
healthier, more successful version of yourself. And some of you guys are accomplishing that and you're miserable because you're comparing yourself to others. And that's just a terrible way to live. Because for the rest of your life, you're going to be unhappy. And that's where I want to break this mold. This idea of you versus you isn't just cutting out the negative influences. It's not just handling your business. A hard part of this, a very hard part, is to stop comparing yourself to others. Okay? Stop worrying about what mom and dad think. Stop worrying about what brother and sister think. Stop worrying about what best friend thinks or coworkers or peers or your Instagram and Facebook followers. Stop worrying about what they think. Handle your stuff. And then the next step is to stop comparing yourself and stop putting other people on a pedestal for no reason. Okay? So once we handle that, this first phase of you versus you, you're going to get to this next, this next middle phase. And this is where you feel like a failure and you start messing up and things like that. And again, both these things are happening at the same time, but there's going to be this very definite moment where you cut out all these people. Cause you got to understand a lot of you are still hanging out with the people you hung out with in high school or in college or the people you used to party with. You're hanging out, surrounding yourself with people that the old you resonated with. You're becoming a new version of yourself. And with that usually means there's going to be new friends and people that you're going to surround yourself with. A new inner circle. And before you find those new people that you want to surround yourself with, you're going to go through this middle area where you feel alone. Where you've cut out these people that don't need to be in your life anymore. But you haven't quite found those people that are your people, right? You haven't found those new friends, that new inner circle, those new people, that new community that's going to level you up. And in that period of time, you're going to feel alone. You're going to be scared and you're going to feel like you made a mistake. You're going to feel like, man, do I really want this, this end goal? And you're going to want to go back to who you used to be, right? Even though you've seen some success, even though you're moving in the right direction and you know it, it's scary because you feel alone and you feel like nobody understands you and nobody gets you. And I'm gonna tell you what, I've been there before and there there has been times where I miss it. There has been times where I'm like, this isn't gonna work, I'm gonna go back. And you go back and you hang out with those people And you realize like, they're just not your people anymore. It doesn't work the same. They don't fit into your life anymore. And I'm here to tell you that you're, you're not alone. It's just a phase. It's a part of the journey and you have to stay the course. You have to keep moving forward. You have to hold on to that vision, no matter how hard it gets and keep moving forward because what's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. It could be a day. It could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a year. For me, it took about four to five years before I truly started finding like-minded people. 
You know, we literally had an entire podcast. The first 10 episodes were literally about that. But when you start to find those people, it brings you to this last phase, this this next level. And then we start surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. And this is where we make the switch from comparison to healthy competition. From like from phase one of you comparing yourself and depending on other people's opinions of what your journey should be like and cutting those things out and getting rid of that, you give up comparison and we make it to this period where we embrace healthy competition. This is where we embrace the community. And although those first two phases seemed really hard, this last phase is probably the hardest. And the reason being is because you have to realize that you can't do this alone. For many years, my business suffered because I had this huge ego of like, I was in the you versus you phase. I got to cut people up my life. I've got to do this. It's my journey. Nobody else understands me. And because of that, my business suffered. I just couldn't seem to get traction. It wasn't until I found like-minded people. It wasn't until I started joining communities. It wasn't until I put my ego aside and get this and asked for help that my life started to change. You guys heard the podcast. You heard the last 10 episodes. For five to six years, I struggled. And once I truly started investing in myself, I started believing in myself. I started finding communities, put my ego aside and asked for help. Within months, everything turned around for me. It's crazy. I spent five to six years in this first and second phase. And it's probably been all maybe six months to a year I've been in this last phase. My entire life has changed. And so this idea of finding a community, finding like-minded people and leveling up is embracing healthy competition. And this is hard for a lot of people because you have to give up comparison. When you're doing things on your own, you only have yourself to base your potential off of. Let's say the example is running a mile and you normally run an 11 minute mile. So for you, the standard is 11 minutes. Anything past 11 minutes is a good thing, right? So if you ran a 1030 or a 10 minute mile, you're like, wow, that's amazing. You feel like you're really good and you're improving. But if you join a group or a community of runners, let's say they're beginner runners and you find this community that wants to run with you. Not only can they hold you accountable, but what if their standard and their norm is a 10-minute mile and they're all working towards getting a 9-minute mile? All of a sudden, you start realizing these other possibilities and these new potentials. Again, not comparing yourself and beating yourself up because you only have an 11-minute mile, right? That's comparison. But embracing healthy competition and saying, wow, 
I'm going to try to keep up with them. I'm going to learn what they're going to do. I'm going to see how they're going to do this. And it's going to make me better because of it. That's the difference. That's the mindset shift. This is why you have to go through these three phases. Because isn't it crazy in these scenarios, right? Let's think about this. In the physical example we gave, trying to hit your one rep max PR back squat. Instead of beating yourself up because your one rep max is the lowest in the class, why don't you go find the people who are better than you instead of envying them and being salty and bitter about their success when you feel like you deserve it more because you work harder than them? Why don't you go, this is going to be hard. You guys, I told you this phase is the hardest. Why don't you go ask them for help? Why don't you work out with them? Why don't you hang out with them? Why don't you befriend them? Why don't you bring them into your inner circle? Because obviously, they know something you don't. Maybe they have a different training program. Maybe they have a different technique on back squats that they can teach you. Maybe they're doing a different diet that you don't know about. Maybe you feel as though you're pushing the pace in the gym, but then you go work out with these people who are better than you and you realize very quickly that you haven't been working out that hard. You only thought you were because of the people you surrounded yourself with, right? This is kind of like when you go to class and you're the fastest or you're the strongest or you're the best. Maybe it's time to go find a new class that you're not the best in so it levels you up. Does that make sense? We see this happen all the time. In the example we gave with work, maybe you are working really hard and twice as hard as this other person. But he got the promotion and you didn't. Maybe instead of being bitter and salty and envying this person, why don't you befriend him? Why don't you learn what they're doing? Maybe you don't need to work twice as hard. Maybe he's more efficient at what he does. Maybe he's building a better relationship with the boss some kind of way. And that's where he's getting his in. Maybe you need to do that. Maybe he has a different strategy, but you wouldn't know that because your ego is so big that you're not willing to ask for help and grow your community. In the relationship example we gave, instead of comparing yourself to these other relationships that are seemingly perfect, why don't you embrace them into your community and see how it is their relationship works and why does it work the way they work? And maybe you can apply certain aspects of that to your relationship. Because isn't the end goal not to be a better relationship than these other people, but to be happy in your own relationship? Isn't the goal not to beat somebody else at work, but all of you guys can be financially successful and all of you can end up with a promotion if the company does better as a whole? Isn't the goal not to be the number one person who does back squats in the whole gym, but just to find improvement in yourself? As soon as you give up comparison, you can be satisfied just with self-improvement. Does that make sense? Does that like, this is where you need to learn to let go of your ego and ask for help. And that's not easy to do. It's the same thing when it comes to, I think about the community we have here at Rough, and especially at Rough headquarters. When I work out with my core team, when we work out, 
I want somebody to beat me. I'm not going to, I don't want them to beat me in a way like I'm going to let them beat me. But when we work out, I want them to be faster. I want them to be stronger because the way this works is that if I'm the best and somebody that I'm working out with beats me one day, I don't get mad. I don't say, screw this. I don't quit. I don't envy that person. I figure out why. What was their strengths? What was my weaknesses? What could I have done better? And it makes me work harder in my workouts so next time I can beat them. And then they do the same thing. Why did Roy beat me? So then they start working a little harder and then they beat me. And I start working a little harder and I beat them. And this is constant. This is what I, why this phase is called what it's called. We all level up together. It's no different with the, with the rough program. We are so big on building a community. This is why we tell you how important it is and one of our core values, lift others up. Because if you're trying to go through this eight-week challenge or this live rough movement by yourself, you are never going to reach your full potential. It's important you're a part of the community because our rough family, we're all like-minded. We all want to be better. We all want to lose weight, burn fat, build muscle, level up, become a better version of ourselves, have more confidence. So if you're a part of that community, it sets new standards for yourself, new potential. You're surrounded by like-minded people. And we see this happen again and again and again. Man, I wish I had somebody here to talk to about this. When I play games, man, I love board games. Let me tell you, it's one of my favorite things. But you can ask any one of my friends. I am extremely competitive, okay? But I don't compare my success in winning the game and my self-worth on beating everybody in the game. I determine my self-worth and my fun and my happiness on becoming better. I love the game. If we play a new game and you beat me, you can ask any one of my friends. Listen, I'll talk shit to people whether I'm winning or losing. I always have a good attitude towards it all. But I'll say good game, but then I'll say, let's play again. And we'll play again. And if I lose again, I'll say good game. I say, let's play again. Let's play again. Let's play again. Let's play again. And they can beat me every single time. I mean, that doesn't happen very often. You know, I don't like to lose. <laughs> but they could beat me every single time. And I'd still want to play again. I wouldn't get salty. I wouldn't get bitter. I wouldn't be mad at myself or them. Because the fact is that every time we play the game, I know that I'm learning and I'm getting better. I might never beat you because you just might have a God-given talent for this game. I might never beat you. But I know that every time I play, I'm getting better. I'm learning more. And that's where we start to learn to love the game. So many of you guys, your happiness and your self-worth, you put so much weight into comparing yourself to others. And I said this in the beginning, that's a miserable way to live. To put your self-worth into somebody else. You have to give up comparison and embrace healthy competition. You need to let go of this idea of I've got to beat everyone and be the best. 
Listen, I have nothing wrong with you wanting to be the best and wanting to win, but that's not where you should drive your self-worth. You drive your self-worth on the inside. Am I better today than I was yesterday? So many times, some of you guys are just trying to get started. You're trying to take that first step. You are in bed and you're miserable and you're depressed. You have no direction. You have no purpose. And you feel like you don't even know when or how to start. But the only reason is because it feels unattainable is because you're comparing yourself to somebody who's already successful. And you think, man, there's no way I could do what that person does. Am I right? There's no way I could do that. So you don't. As soon as you let go of that comparison and you do what's best for you and you move forward, small or big, every single day for you, you will start to find success and happiness. And then you will start to find like-minded people. You will join a community and you will start to level up your life. You guys, we have to learn to give up comparison, embrace healthy competition, and learn to love the game. It's no longer win or lose. It's win or learn. Because every time you lose, you learn from it, you get up, and you keep moving forward. And then you can find happiness even in the loss because you're learning from it. Even though, and you, you hear this all the time, you learn so much more when you lose than when you win. Isn't that a beautiful thing? That you have the ability to lose and still be happy because it helped move you forward. Hell, I failed more times in my life than I've been success. But I tell you what, I never had success without failing first. It's almost like you got to embrace it. It's almost like instead of trying to avoid the failure, bring it on. I know it's going to happen. Like, let's, let's get it over with, you know? It's because I I, I've learned to love the game. And I want that for you. And that's a huge heart-to-heart, -heart, a huge defining moment. I know that you're resonating with this. Because I do it. I see my team do it. I see people in my eight-week challenge and in rough and our in our rough family members do it. I see my family do it. Nobody can escape this. I do it even to this day. But what happens is as soon as I start to see myself comparing myself to somebody else, I sit down, I take a deep breath, I remember how far I've come. I just let it go. Just let it go. It's not an easy thing to do. But I'm so much happier because of it. Y'all, I hope that makes sense. I told you this was going to be a good one. I told you we were going to have a serious heart-to-heart -heart today. Um, I know you got something out of this. I know that you need to go and reanalyze your life and how you do things and start looking at, am I comparing myself to others or am I? do I have healthy competition with my core people around me in my community? All right, because there's a difference. Learn to love the game. I appreciate you guys. I love you. Um, and just remember, we don't pray for an easy life. We earn a rough one.